This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, August 6, 2018. The Shanice Lewis Show is an official media sponsor of the 2018 TCF Style Expo taking place in Atlanta on August 11th and 12th. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit tcfstyleexpo.com. And make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest. Shantae Burkett made her blogging debut on Everything Curvy and Chic in 2011 with a dedicated audience of close to a million Half a million followers, Shantae uses her platform to educate, prepare, and empower readers to spark conversations around style, entrepreneurship, and being a woman in the modern digital world. Her body of work includes collaborations with major brands such as JCPenney's, Rabdoll, Sephora, River Islands Plus, and more. She's been featured on many media outlets such as Style, Caster, Fashion Bomb Daily, Bustle, Ebony.com, and Refinery29. In 2015, Shantae shattered glass ceilings and broke ground as the first plus model featured in Target's body positive campaign, Target Loves Everybody. In addition to her success as a blogger and influencer, Shantae opened One Curvy Boutique, Florida's first plus-size boutique offering trendy but unique clothing and accessories at affordable prices. Shantae will be a featured speaker at the 2018 TCF Style Expo in Atlanta, and we're so excited to have her on the show today. Hi, Shantae. Hello. How are you? I'm finding you. Good. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you because we have uh, met each other briefly at events, but I don't think we've ever had the opportunity to have a full conversation and get to know each other. We have not, and that's crazy because we have been at a lot of the same events. And I thank you for having me tonight. Well, thank you for being on the show. I know you're very busy. you got a lot going on, but I'm interested to learn all about you. So, before we get into your blogging and accomplishments, let's start at the beginning and tell me what were you doing before you even started blogging? What is your background in? Um, well, I have a background in cosmetology. I um, used to do hair, and then I ventured off after I had my daughter. It was kind of like a conflict doing hair, trying to find a babysitter as a single mother. Um, and then I ventured off, and I went into the social service field, helping others. Um, and that was, I thought I was going to be a social worker, and then my blog just took over my life. Now, I was able to, you know, research you and look at some of your videos, and in some of the things I saw, you mentioned how you hit rock bottom, and you've had some obstacles in life that you've had to overcome. Now, tell me about that. Well, um, definitely being a single mother, I kind of, where I, where I live, Florida, and I went to New Jersey, and I just started over. It was like rock bottom for me. I had a baby. She was, 
I believe at the time, seven months old. So I just completely just started over. I had to find like a whole new direction where I was going with my life. So when you decided to pack up your baby and move, were your was your family against it, thinking that's crazy? Actually, no, because I stay in a small town. So everybody was like, no, go, go and see the world, see what's out there. Um, my mom, she was actually in New Jersey, and um, I'm a single I'm a single, um, not a single, um, I'm the only child. So it was kind of like, okay, come on, I'll help you with the baby. I'll help you start over. And she she was there for me. Got it. So when you relocated, were you um, planning to start a blog? Was that a part of your uh, transition? Or did it happen after you got to New Jersey and saw the fashion scene in New Jersey and New York. It, it was exactly that. Like coming from a small town, California, it's not really fashion. All we have, we have Lane Bryant's, we have Catherine's, but we don't have a lot of stores. So being fashionable, it's kind of like, okay, whatever here. <laughs> um, and it's a country town. So when I went to New Jersey and it was kind of like, oh my goodness, I can dress like this. I can wear this. That is this store. I believe my first store was Ashley Stewart. I found Ashley mm-hmm. Stewart, and I went crazy. I was like, okay, their style here. And then I found Fashion and Figure. And surprisingly, my blog didn't even start off as more so um, fashion. It was a rant. Um, I used to talk about basketball wives, <laughs> which is crazy. Hey. And, it, and it went to beauty, and then it just went. I posted my first outfit, and from there, everybody wanted more. So fashion took over. So how did you learn about the plus size community and the plus size events that were going on? So I was in New Jersey. So uh, with me living in New Jersey and I, I call myself, um, I was started off kind of relation basically from Instagram and mm-hmm. um from there, that's when I started getting invites. Because remember, it was a time when Instagram was only available to iPhones. It wasn't mm-hmm. to Androids and all that. So I grew my following during that time. Um, basically, I was one of the first plus-size influencers on the gram. And I grew it, and brands started reaching out and inviting me to events. And that's how I, I – who was the first person I met at an event? It was Marie, and it was um, Gorgeous and Gray, Curve Fascinista, and, yeah, Gorgeous and Gray, my first two people I met at an event. So you think Instagram was the the biggest tool that helped you build your brand and your following out of anything else? Yes, definitely Instagram. And even to this day, is that your number one tool? Yes, that's my baby. Like, you can't take Instagram away from me. But I I kind of master, like, I understand the importance of having an offline, um, I, I guess, a platform off of Instagram, which was my blog. So I mm-hmm. still get heavy traffic on my blog. And um, I dabble in Facebook a little bit, but everybody knows that's up and down right now. But mainly mm-hmm. Instagram. Instagram is my baby. If you're not, if I'm not blogging, I'm on Instagram somewhere. If, I, if I'm not posting a picture, you can find me in my stories. So, how did your Target Loves Everybody campaign come about? Um, so I'm real, I'm I'm business minded. So <clears throat> when the blogging world starting started to, I guess explode. I dived into um, networks. There's a lot of influencer networks. And I knew that a lot of people weren't thinking about the influencer network. So I 
worked with a lot of different networks and with me having a large following, it was kind of like in, in a large following and engagement, it was kind of like jobs would come to me because I kind of had the largest following on that platform. And mm-hmm. I just kind of, I, they, I saw the opportunity, I filled out for it and I got it. And I was, I was really surprised because that was a big one for me. Now explain this a little to me because I'm not a blogger. When you said you joined <laughs> networks, what do you mean? Like a, like an agency for bloggers? Yeah, so it's it's influencer network. So if you Google um, influencer networks, a ton would come up. You have um, networks like Tap Influence, Pop Sugar, um, even Reward Style. They have an influencer side. So there's so many influencer networks that you can join to get opportunities where you don't have to sit up, sit and pitch the brands or wait for it to come your way. You can actually see what's out there and fill out for it. Nice. So when did you know that this blogging thing could become a full-time career for you? It was so crazy. I was in my last year of school. I was um, getting ready to graduate um, and start social work. And it was a conflict with my schedule with my job and actually, yeah, my job in school. So it was kind of like my job decided to, they were nice enough, and they laid me off where I still got an appointment for that year. And while I was still working through my classes out of nowhere, I started getting a lot of blog opportunities. And I was like, at at that time, I still didn't know that you can actually, I guess, gain income, create an income from this. So I started getting, like, opportunities. And it was crazy. Like, I got my first, um, and I'm just going to throw just a, a, one number out here, no more numbers after this. But it was, like, mm-hmm. my first opportunity, I got $300 for it. And I was like, oh. Like, I can get paid. <laughs> People would pay me for my influence. And from there, it was just like, okay, let me, I have a little bit of breathing room. I can play around this year. Let me play around this year. Let me just see how much I can grow, um, how much I can make from this. And I haven't been, went back to social work since. Now, I saw on your YouTube, you had a video that in 2015, you were at a crossroads trying to decide if you even wanted to continue blogging or if you wanted to go into social work. So I guess you decided to continue blogging. (laughs) Yep. It picked up and it hasn't slowed down. Like we have our slow sales, but that's where you have to know the business side, know where to pick up when when brands are reaching out, when you're not pitching yourself, you dive into your affiliates to make up for that. Um, So it's been a struggle. I have moments still, but for the most part, I love it and I wouldn't trade it. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I I went into the helping field. Social work is the helping field. And what I do, I'm helping women every day. So I'm still, I feel like I'm, I'm still filling that void of my purpose. Right. Now you moved back to Florida. Tell me why did you mm-hmm. decide to go back home? So it was um yes, I decided to go home and nobody gets emotional when I start talking about this. Um it was actually my mom's wish. She had um was diagnosed with brain cancer and it she wanted to basically we knew this was going to be her last year. Everything happened so quick. She was diagnosed one year and then they told her she had a year left. Um, to live and it was kind of like she said I want to come back to Florida um, because she was originally from Florida but she was going to New Jersey all her life so it was Mm kind of her her asking for that so the plan was 
I moved. I, I got a place and everything. Everything happened really quick. I got a place because I knew she was declining. I got a place, um, and I would say it was actually July. I signed the lease. I knew we were coming when she got off of chemo, which was going to be in September. So my goal was to have everything set up so it could be an easy transition. And she passed away in September. So she never made it, and I was forced to come anyways because I had a lease. (laughs) So it was kind of like, okay, I got to come now. So I was in actually Homestead, which is Miami way. And Mm -hmm. I decided to, a year later, I decided to actually come back home because I wanted to be responsible. I knew (laughs) cost of living here was cheaper, and I had more support, especially with my daughter and um, my, my father's here, my family's here. And I said, with me traveling and working, that's my support right now. So I moved here, and it's really slow. <laughs> but one thing you did when you moved there is you opened up a boutique. Now, yes. after you got there, did you decide mm-hmm. to do that after you got there and you were settled? After I got here and I was settled, it was kind of like a, a tug and war. Like, what do I want to do? I can do something here. I'm an entrepreneur. I can. Um, the cost of living is here. is low here. What can I do? So my first kind of, I want, because I have the cosmetology background. So I said, why don't I open up a braid shop? We don't have braid shops here or a beauty bar. So that was my first idea. But then I realized um, stylists, they're not loyal. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, okay, so I might take an L here. So then I said, well, I can go back to my roots because I ran an online boutique for three years straight also within my blogging and everything. I quietly mm-hmm. bowed out when all the boutiques popped up online. So I quietly <laughs> just bowed out. I didn't want to compete with prices. I said, okay, let me just refigure and see if I want to come back later. So mm-hmm. when it popped up in my head again, I said, okay, I know how to do this. Um, and I can actually give a great shopping experience. That was That's my main goal with my boutique, to give a great mm-hmm. shopping experience. So I, I, I scouted places. I did the math, did my homework, and I was and it opened. I, and I was surprised that I did something this big, and especially having something that's blind. It was a major accomplishment for me because I was like, "What if the internet dies or something?" Even though it's not, but you know, in the back of your head, if the internet is gone, my blog life is gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> So why did you choose the name One Curvy Boutique? Why didn't you just name it Curvy and Chic? Because um, in, overall, it it's already a Curvy and Chic. I named my last boutique was Everything Curvy and Chic. And I'm also in a transition trying to slowly branch away from Everything Curvy and Chic myself because I'm, I'm building on to my brand. Um, but I wanted something catchy something catchy and something that you can just think of like that. It was it was a hard one because naming, naming a new brand is really, really hard. But I spoke with a couple of people, and we all voted, and that was it, One Curvy Boutique. So what type of uh, clothing do you carry, and what's the size range? So we cater to sizes 1X to 5X. We carry anything. A, a large variety of items. We carry dresses, formal dresses. Um, in my hometown, they love to go out <laughs> because right now we're not online. So I'm catering to my area. So mm-hmm. they love the club. Small towns, them, the club scene is major. <laughs> so a lot of going out clothes. Um, I have a lot of, and surprisingly, the 
population in my store right now is anywhere between, I would say, 26 and more of the, in up to 40. I get a lot of older women coming in to shop, and they really mm-hmm. like our actually our services. We have a Get Ready With Us service, which mm-hmm. is um, they have our event, small towns. Like I said, we always have events. <laughs> so right. there's class reunions, there's comedy shows. There's so much. So with me, with me knowing this, I say, you know what? I can give a special kind of service for this. So when they have an event, we actually um, offer a personal, a personal style session where we dress them for the event. I have a makeup artist in the shop also, and oh, okay. it comes with a full, a full face of makeup. And then while you're getting your services throughout the style um, consultation and everything, you get sweet treats and wine. And then we also so, have the other side. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, are you in the boutique every day, yes. all day? I am in the, well, not every day, all day, because I have been pulled everywhere <laughs> in the past two months. I have been in and out. But for the most part, I am here about, I would say, 70% of the time when I'm not traveling. So, so has me in here. <laughs> being um, a store owner, has that taken you away from blogging as much? No, because my blogging is my bread and butter. <laughs> so it's kind of like um, I'm never leaving blogging. I love it. It is. It keeps me sane. It gets me out of my out of my head. Sometimes when I have a lot going on, I, I just go to blogging. Um, so no, I, I that's my baby. I, my blog comes first. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had any obstacles with the boutique so far, or yes. has it been um, smooth sailing? It has not been smooth. Like I said, with any business within its first year, you have your ups and downs, and especially with us not being online. That's a struggle because that we're not catching those sales. But I'm utilizing this time to find vendors because, you know, boutiques are popular right now. So right. I, I use this, this year just to find unique vendors to possibly, and I'm not going to say this, not going to actually say I'm doing this, to possibly build a capsule collection for, for the boutique. Um, other ideas that I, I want to do with my boutique, I want to partner with designers because you don't see a lot of boutiques partner with actual designers. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a lot of different things. I feel like I'm in a, even though I have ran an online boutique before, I feel like I'm still in a learning phase, still trying to figure out the sales, still trying to figure out merch, organizing, shelving, all that, because it's new to me actually having a store. Right. And so where are you located? We're located in Ocala, Florida, 1500 West Silver Springs Boulevard, Unit 2. And so what part of Florida is that? Is that like uh, close to Disneyland? <laughs> so surprisingly, do you know Disneyland was supposed to be in Ocala, Florida? Oh. I, I would tell the story. Yeah, I would tell the story. Um, I forgot what president. It, it was something that happened. He had to hurry up and leave, and he never came back, and then he went to Orlando. But we're, we are 30 minutes from Gainesville, so we're going south. If you're coming down 75, we're, um, you're going south. We're 30 minutes. We're basically the next largest city right after Gainesville. And we're about an hour from Orlando. So it's Got it. Got it. So you being an influencer and having a um, 
big audience online. Was that helpful for you in your town? Because sometimes in small towns, they don't even know what's going on online and in the plus community. (laughs) Surprisingly, I did not try to use my influence. I did oh. not try to use my if, – if you go down my feed, you will see that um, I don't you, I don't really promote the boutique on my personal – well, my blog side. I wanted, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to actually, you know, grow a brand, and mm-hmm. I wanted to see how far it can grow without me having to dabble in it. Yeah, people um, – within the blog world people see you they never know what you actually do <laughs> mm-hmm. so people yeah people kind of knew like yeah who I am but it was nothing to them so of course I didn't I they didn't come just because of my following or anything I had um I really just did my homework I promoted I grew it naturally I grew the followers on our Facebook everything all naturally nice so this weekend, you are headed to Atlanta for the TCF Star Expo, and are you yes. excited about coming to Atlanta? Yes, 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 yes. I love Atlanta. That's like one of my favorite places, and I can't wait to see so many of my favorites. And you're going to be a part of the Blogger Mastermind presented yes. by Mediavine. Now, you have taken uh, interest in teaching up-and-coming bloggers the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I have. Um, that's part of my helping, too. Um, I feel like it doesn't hurt to, you know, give the, give the inside scoop. And just to help out, it, it just, I feel like you always need to pay it for it. And I, I, on an average, on, I say, an average week, I get over 20 messages, how to start a blog, what to do, how to monetize the right way, how to work with brands. And I was like, okay, let me just put myself out there and actually help people now. Nice. So what kind of advice will you be giving to the people this weekend in Atlanta? Um, I I keep on trying to figure that out. (laughs) You don't know yet. I I don't know yet. And it's kind of, it might be all over the place. My main thing when it comes to the blog world is just know your worth because brands will try to play you. You have to know your worth. And not everything is about money or payment, but when you know your worth, you won't let things like, my um I'm gonna throw a brand out right now. Um, I don't like how fashion over treats influencers right now, and I feel like when when influencers know their worth, you they'll see when they're being mistreated as an influencer. So, do you mean like know your worth? How you don't do a whole bunch of stuff just for free clothes? Yes, just for free clothes. Um, even down to your content putting your all in your content and knowing that it's not just about a pretty picture. What's the story behind that picture? How are you engaging with your audience? How can you engage with your audience? So really this, this blogging thing and this Instagram thing is really more complicated than some people think. Oh yes. It's, it's way more complicated. Um, a lot of people don't, they don't really, I, um, in, in my actually blogging mentorship, my chic mastermind, 
I did like a beta class, and after I did the beta class, my girls did not know so much went into it, and I stressed content, 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 because that's, at the end of the day, that's your resume, that's your truth. Share your truth. Be authentic with your readers. Let them know what you're going through. Let Be relatable. And so you should always, you should be consistent with your content as well. Yes, consistent. Definitely consistent. So you have a lot on your plate, and I need to mention uh, congrats because you were just in Oprah Magazine. That was announced like last week. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I go. That's the who. Oprah saw me. (laughs) That's all I keep on saying. (laughs) Oprah saw me. (laughs) Well, that was amazing. Like, I feel like. The past, I, I say, over the next couple months is it's pretty busy for me, and a couple, a lot of great things. I I said it on my Facebook the other day. I feel like I'm just having a Cardi B moment right now, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm so thankful. So, what is your ultimate goal? Because you have a lot of things going on, but at the end of the day, your ultimate goal is what? Um, inspiring women to be the mastermind behind their dreams and their visions. Um, not especially single moms, not letting any hardships hold them back. I just wanna help women in any shape or way or form. I have a lot of different things I wanna work on, but I can't do everything at once. But right. it it's so much that with me that I feel like that that is to come in the future, just helping women in general. And it doesn't matter if they're plus size or not. Plus size or not, no. doesn't happen. matter if they're plus size or not. Nice. So do you have anything else coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Well, I have a huge, I can't actually say yet, but I have a huge campaign that's getting ready to launch. I believe it might launch this week or next week, so definitely be on the lookout. And I definitely would love to support because I am the only plus size girl in this campaign. Um, nice. And then I have a couple of huge campaigns coming out, um, coming up. But this one is definitely a huge one for me. So you are ending 2018 strong. Yes, pretty real strong. Like I, I might, uh, it, it's crazy. I don't even know where all this is coming. But I'm thankful. <laughs> God, thank you. You keep me working. I'm blessed. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm so excited that we had this opportunity to talk because I learned a bunch about you (laughs) with this interview because I didn't know anything. So thank you for being on the show. No, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend. We definitely gonna have to chat, chat in person. Yes. Now, before you go, tell us your official websites and social media handles. So right now, all my social media handles is at Shantae Burkett. Um, my blog is Everything Curvy and Chic. Will be changing to Shantae Burkett over the next couple months. So be on the lookout oh. for that. But everything is Shantae Burkett. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and I will see you in Atlanta. All right. See you next week. Well, this weekend. <laughs> yes. All right. Enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Bye bye. And thank you to our fabulous guest this evening, Shantae Burkett. Make sure you check her out at the Blogger Mastermind presented by Mediavine happening this weekend, August 10th, 
during the TCF Style Expo. For more information about that, visit tcfstyleexpo.com. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.